What's happening? This okay. is the Tap In Podcast. I'm on Zoom with the big homie, Brock D. What's okay. happening, man? I'm on Zoom with the big Brock D. What's happening, man? What's up, man? How you doing? I'm chilling, man. I'm chilling. I had to tap in with you, man. It's a lot, a lot of noise going on in the streets. I had to tap in with you, man. It's a lot, a lot of noise going on in the streets. Yeah, well, bring it. <laughs> yeah. So when I normally I normally start where I want to start at, but I want to I want to switch this up a little bit. Where do you want to start at? Where, where with everything going on, where do you want to start at? Uh, we can start with whatever you damned elephant in the room. You and Whack, man, how you you checking Whack on Clubhouse on YouTube? That's where I want to start at. Well, see, all right. I'm, I'm first. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna leave my own purpose served first off, but the main purpose of it was. I understand what you're doing. You're doing for a living. I understand you're doing your thing. How you doing it? That's respect. Okay. So what? And I say it here, and I say it again. You're social media signalism marketing genius. You're Jerry Springer. Jerry Springer lasted 25 years. I'm not taking that from you. Okay. I'm new navigating social media, but my dispute, I'll say that, my distaste, I'll say that came with you consistently and constantly tearing down brothers that are young, that are trying to make it in this industry. You tear them down, you find something to just chip, 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 armor, and then you throw these false allegations, yet you it's not that dude is a dude who got booted. And then when he got booted, he told on everyone. So don't sit up here and call everybody. Pot calling the kettle, not call him, call him. So keep playing. Slam some other coaches too. Not that he had to do your business, but enough was enough with me. Angry. Which, not angry in the sense of, like you'd be angry at TF, angry at a rival in the streets or that, just angry on just the consistency of tearing down young brothers. Okay. Now, to, to, to play devil's advocate, on Wax side, he's saying the only reason y'all got a problem with what he's saying and and coming at him is because he's the big fish. He's he's the one that's going to bring you views. He's the one that's going to get you notoriety, get, get people talking about you instead of, you know what I mean? Like, is you, what do you think about that? Is is it is it your place to 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 um to check him in public? Okay. I'm going to address the first part. I give you a prop to you the fish. See, I'm not going to never be, I told you one thing with me, I agree to disagree all the time, and, I, and I'm a very unbiased person. You're the big fishing clubhouse. We'll give you that. We're not going to take that from you. All right. So be it. Now, is it my place? It's my place as a person from the West Coast. I don't represent 
the entirety of the West Coast. I don't represent the entirety of Compton. I don't represent the entirety of the section that I'm from, which is Quarter Park. And I don't represent the entirety of, of, of the lifestyle of, that I originated from, Crippen. Okay? And I don't represent the Damus. But what I do represent, I do represent of my former lifestyle. Okay? So you always seen these allegations were about street dudes. And you have the rest of the nation thinking that you are the voice of the entirety of the West Coast, that you're not. So I stepped up, not only is dual, you're not speaking for me. You're getting in certain things that you shouldn't get into, which we're not going to go into. So I just feel like, oh, okay, impeccable. There's nothing you can find on me. There's nothing you can do to slander me. You can, you can make false, false allegations. Everybody does that about people, you know. You could defame my character to in your eyesight, but people know, know anything you say about me would be nonsense. So I didn't attack you for uh, financial, monetary, building a podcast, whatever, because I'm a firm believer in you. Barely fly to paraphrase my, my, co, my co-partner, uh, Melly Mel, the hood postman, uh, my, my, my business partner, and I'm a firm believer in the turtle wins the race. And I don't need money like that. Everyone needs money, but I don't need it like that. I live in a very comfortable environment. If you look at my shorts on Urban Realness, a.k.a. Urban Real, you'll see I'm waking up in the morning every morning to the beach. To live on the beach in California, when it's not Long Beach or, 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 or other cities, you got to have a little change. So it's not that. It's just that I got tired of seeing you tear down brothers. Now, other people that may have tried to jump on my coattail, that's on them. But this wasn't a direct affront to you in the pursuit of monetary gains. Yeah, and I will say that from all of the stuff that I've seen Wack do, going back and forth people, I didn't see him have no response with you. Like, I didn't see him come at you the same way, like, on Pyro, I, I, I didn't see all the antics after, you know what I mean? I was waiting to see, but I didn't see nothing from him, um, of him going back at you. Now, he may have did it. I just didn't see it. Okay. But well, that's because he's a smart man, first and foremost. Mm-hmm. So he's done his homework. I don't glorify my past, but he's done his homework in two arenas. I have this on him. I can throw this. There was nothing to get on me. I'll say it to you. You know, I'm not proud of it, man. I've been incarcerated for multiple homicides. I've done everything that a gang member can do with the exception of I've never harmed a child, pedophilia crap, never raped them, and never, you know, did property crimes and things of that nature. It just wasn't my stilo. Uh, but I destroy, destroy parts of our community. I take, I take full credit for that. All right. As far as in that world, I was a shooter, shooter. I was a gangbanger's gangbanger. I am widely known. I only associated with the top gang members. When I started getting money, you know, I really couldn't separate the, separate the two. That's why I kept getting reincarcerated. But I'd get up to two, three, four hundred thousand dollars, and I'm back incarcerated. So I lived like a millionaire. I just wasn't a millionaire. Uh, in prison, unfortunately, I was known as a guy that pushed that knife. And I no pun towards the the clubhouse. I, I actually pushed that knife. I didn't have problems. With that. I didn't have problems with busting that pistol. Uh, I've lost my fair share of fights. I just want to say it. I'm not the world's greatest fighter, but they did call me after that. They'd be like, you know, the adversaries of my neighbor would be like, you beat up who? Oh, man, you know he finna come through here. And I used to come through on a little blue poop maxi moped. And I used to come through on a beach cruiser or on foot. Never did drive by in my life. You know, so I had a 
street reputation, my former reputation of a nutcase. And when I was incarcerated, I was one of the guys that was a shooter on the streets and they couldn't handle the prison life. So I immediately picked up a weapon. And if you got out there, I gave you what you weren't looking for. I'm not proud of none of this. I'm not giving any glorification. If any of you young dudes out there who wants to live like a barbarian, man, who wants to come out of cell every day, not thinking about uh, uh, going home, but thinking about surviving. Who wants to walk down the street that every car he sees that he doesn't recognize, he has to look at and scrutinize. So I'm not glorifying. I've been shot up, beat up, stabbed up, hit by cars, and I've done my share, vice versa. So once you check my background and my pedigree in that world, uncut, no smut, I'm immaculate. There's nothing you can say about me. I'm a gang member's gang member in that world. And I never violated any of our codes while incarcerated. No snitching, no uh, consorting with the police, no owing people anything, no drug addictions, no homosexuality, no playing with my Peter, with the guards, because all those violations and homies get, get got for that. So I live to the code, not only on the streets, never making a statement in the entirety of me being first arrested to the last time I was arrested. And I made myself an open book with transparency, not only for him, but for anyone in the general public and told him, go to LexisNexis. Go to Fine Law. Go to West Law. This is my name. This is my numbers. So not only did he have the opportunity to look me up, but others in society on, on, via this Internet could look me up. I have no problem saying my name, saying my CDC number or my federal number because it's uncut, no smut. And then there are hundreds of guys that have been in places with me. So if anybody put any allegations or smut against me, there are hundreds of guys that step up and say, wrong man, not him. Not that one right there. That one push a strong line. Mm -hmm. So that's why it was no clapback because I'm only speaking on me in that former lifestyle that I no longer subscribe to. Now, corporate America, I can't speak on his dealings in corporate America. I can't speak on his monetary aspects or what, how he is financially, anything of that nature. I just spoke on the world that I evolved from. Yes. Yeah, that's that. Something yeah. that I asked, uh, I asked, um, ODM Slim the other day, uh, last week, is 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 white hurting the culture or helping the culture? Entertainment wise, if you could differentiate between the character and the entertainment. A week, no. But the ridiculing of dudes' livelihoods and, and up and coming artists and what you project to society outside of our culture, a strong yes, if you can understand that. Break that down for me. Or for Jerry, Jerry Springer, he enlightened the culture with laughter, clowning, joking, and everything with his sensationalism. Yet 90% of the people that came on Jerry Springer looked like you and I, so it hurt us. Because you make you make everyone say, who's not a part of our culture, is that how they all are? Is that how they act amongst themselves? You can never date my daughter, come to my house. It's like a complete embarrassment at the office party. Is your wife a Fortune 500 company and she separates 
the home life from work, and then you come there with your pants and pants hanging off your rear end, and like, man, where can I go roll the blood at, man? Y'all ain't got no beer in this motherfucker. And so you're an embarrassment at the office party. They say to you, well, are you familiar with the going rate down of Bitcoin? What the fuck is Bitcoin? What is a piece of a nickel or something? You're an embarrassment at an office party. Yeah, but in the, in the entertainment, it seems like, you know, the the he's bringing eyeballs to, to a certain platform that had died, I would say, probably like a year ago. I was saying like a year ago. And since he's been going, you know, using that platform to speak out, you know, the eyeballs and the, the attention has came on that. So, you know, when it's a little different from Office Party and, you know what I mean? Entertainment where you Entertainment where you Okay, let's, let's, let's go to the entertainment aspect. Would this be allowed on TikTok, Facebook, or Twitter? The antics that go on on Clubhouse. It hasn't been, no. <laughs> no. Hopefully. No. So, there are higher strings, the puppeteers, right? Yeah. That are allowing slander of men that look like you and I by the man that looks like you and I. Mm. It has to be. What other format can we get on and call our sisters B's and H's on the regular? I mean... If I, got on, if I got on TikTok and I told you, F your mother, suck my penis, F your kids... What's going to happen? They'll probably take you off or remove you from the platform. So, someone is allowing Clubhouse to run amok. Not only there, but other rooms. But this was the key vocal voice that had the hugest platform of knocking down people that look like you and I, regardless of sensationalism, regardless of uh, just doing you. No one has ever, ever seen it. And everyone that said anything had some kind of skeletons in their closet. So they shouldn't have said nothing in the first place, knowing what they had in their closet. If you're not cleaner than the Board of Health, keep your mouth shut. If you're not prepared for the backlash. Mm -hmm. I've said to it was good for the goose, it's good for the gander. If I could dish it out, I must be able to accept it. Yeah. That's what it is. So enough on him. You know what I'm saying? I ain't, you know, I'm, 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 I'm I didn't made my point. I'm not on him no more. It's, you know, you, you dig what I'm saying? Because yeah. it just was enlightenment to the point that there are a lot of other voices. If you read the comments and things like that, about time somebody did oh, this, that, that. But the F with you, about time someone's did this too. Because that reminds me when I used to hit a penitentiary yard and you say, hey, dog, he a snitch or he ain't no good. So I'm like, what you telling me for? Mm -hmm. yeah. and I get away from that individual so the individuals are saying to me about it's about time someone said this to whack and it's about time this that and another like you can just wind my back up I look at them like if I ever encounter you and you try to have a drink with me which by the way is zero zero alcohol non-alcoholic Heineken because I don't drink I love beer though you know if you decide to buy me a zero zero Heineken and you're one of the guys that said about time someone said something I don't want your drink because, see, it wasn't something to get accolades or uh, 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 be applauded for. It was just something that needed to be done at that moment. 
to make you reassess when you have your minions read the comments. Damn, a lot of people feel like this. So just be careful with your wording. Do you get your money? Do it. I don't do it. I can't dictate to you on your platform. You can say the sky is green when it's orange. Mm -hmm. So be it. But, you know, my, his name ain't in my mouth anymore because I proved my point. I just addressed it here because I respect you and dig you and you, you, you're, you're, you're articulating, you know, and you, you answer the question that your viewership would want it, want it answered. So yeah. any other podcast is it's not yeah. coming up. Yeah, I appreciate it. And, and speaking of Clubhouse, you and Hey Rue got y'all own channel popping on there, right? United Streets of America. Well, we have a, yeah, we have an offshoot of one of the clubs, off, uh, offshoot of United Streets of America. American Minds is a Compton Ready in League with Gangster, Out of Compton, Melly Mel, the Hood, Postman, so OG, ENT, TV, and Lil Bop. You know, Hey Rue, but it's primary as four cats from Compton, you know, and you know, so we, we have United Streets of America, yes. And that's our, our umbrella company, per se. And we have our offshoots because he has a red pill gang and different things. And we're making different clubs up under that banner. You know, but like I said, I'm I'm shooting off to my own YouTube channel, Urban Realness, a.k.a. Urban Real, excuse me, doing my thing because I want to build a certain kind of platform, not just pertaining to the West Coast, but pertaining to a variety of things pertaining to us as a people. But yet... Compton Ready is, is our, our baby. Okay. okay. Urban Realness on YouTube. Make sure y'all go tap in with OG Broad D, man. OG Broad what, what kind of, what kind of, because I know last time I tapped in on y'all room. Because I know last time I had some everything on Clubhouse, man. Yeah, we, 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 we have a, okay, we're going to name drop. We got cats drop through. We have a, a, a Compton Minutes drive through, 40 Glock drive through, Jabalok drive through, uh, Yael drive through, uh, the brother Newport out of the 60s, he's been on our panel. You know, he hasn't spoken, but he's been there. Uh, we've had a uh, 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 corrupt come through with his faded butt. Yeah, I said it, can't take it back. You know, uh, <laughs> uh, we've had people, uh, you know, we have a very positive input from a young brother named Marcus, another brother named E. Um, she stopped through. Uh, you know, we've had a healthy, healthy, uh, wide spectrum of individuals come through. You know, you know. So, okay. you know, we have a UOD Unity okay. Over Destruction. We like that. We like that clubhouse room. They come through the uh, uh, the side show, the Ghost Regime, different little. You know, but uh, we try to we try to keep positivity, and we try to keep on our platform where you don't over talk each other, and you don't call each other out each other names. You'll get. Like that, you're out of here. If you came on our podcast, we have the Doggy Diamonds to come on there. You're more than welcome to come on there. Seti Nash is come on there. You are once again more than welcome to come on there. And you'll immediately get pulled up to the platform. And, you know, if you find a worthy topic, you cruise in one night and you come across our club, I'll say, hey, I want to join this. Feel free, bro. You. Okay. What, you're what welcome night, to anything I'm a what, part what of. What nights can people check it out? Did y'all do it a certain day or y'all do it like a time or? Well, Tuesdays and 30, 6 p.m. California time, which is Pacific time. So it would be 9 o'clock, uh, 8 o'clock in Texas, 9 o'clock in certain other geographics, 9 o'clock at the latest for other cats. Okay. Every Tuesday and Thursday. Yeah. So, you know, we try to keep we try to keep up with trending. I'll show you an example, man. We had a show on the other night about Biggie and Tupac. All right. The guys that were on the show, 
us, the guys from Compton. We are the insiders that know the real on both of those things. Before, they kept our mouths shut for years because that's what was dictated. All right. Then we went from that after two or three hours of that to Bitcoins and crypto. Mm -hmm. And some very informed young dudes was like, boom, 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 boom. But we segued from that because we had already covered everything on that, on who was in the car, how this happened, who did this, who did that, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Because we are the guys that know. We're the guys from Compton and we're the guys that got caught up in a lot of that stuff, you know, and so we spoke on it extensively. But like I said, we'll switch later on down the road. We'll cover the general topic. But then we may go in the field. You might be like, and a lot of people say when they start speaking on Bitcoins and the machinery and crypto, they said we wanted to get off the platform. We wanted to get out of the clubhouse. But it was so interesting in, in such layman terms that we had to stay. Mm, that's dope. That's dope. That's dope. talking about crypto. Gangsta's talking about crypto. Yeah, we have one of the guys uh, who has a lengthy prison sentence. And he was able to say, I've been studying this for years and now my grandchildren are straight. Mm. Really? Yeah, and he spit that game. And I know him personally. And I was like, and then he said, I'm, he said, I'm just really a nerd at heart. I know him as a vicious cat in them streets, but he said, I'm really a nerd at heart. Mm. You know? And when he was speaking, everybody was like quiet. Yeah. You know, like, wow. Yeah. So it goes, we go in a variety of directions. You know, we do our, our, our little bit of sensationalism. Everybody does. But we ran it in. You know, our show is not predicated on being sensationalism. Yeah. Let me ask you this. I want to, because... I'm always curious about this, right? When I was young, I could have went to the streets, joined the gang, the whole nine, right? But from my perception as a kid and what the streets look like, as an adult, it looked totally different. Somebody who was out in the street, somebody who was a part of that, that uh, community, I think the streets change from now to then. This is how hmm. it's like a lot of people in different tribes, for lack of better words, have no ties in the sense of an uncle aunties, grandmothers, mothers, so on. A lot of cats just come from different parts of Los Angeles County. They get jumped in. So they have no ties. So when they have no ties, you know, you, you didn't go to school with them. You, you know, I went to the same school my father went to and my kids went to the same school I went to. Mm. So what does that show you about me in that neighborhood? Mm -hmm. Right? And a lot of dudes my age, you know, and we all knew each other first and last names. Now you can have a hundred young kids and they don't even know each other first name. They just know each other nicknames. So that, and then the respect factor left. The respect factor left. They say we dropped the ball partially, yet look at all the drugs they take. I want a perk. I want a narc. I want a zanny bar. 
I want some X. I want some weed. I want to snort a line of motherfucking me meth. I want to snort a line of Coke. And I want to drink something and smoke a blunt. All in one setting. So the difference and then, then the most popular thing is he was high. He didn't tell on me. What do you think is going to happen when you get caught up with this clown and he's high in? So the difference is, those are the differences. And then the total disregard for the taking of a life in front of any and everyone, regardless who's there. There are no more ethnics in that world. I mean, I know it's a criminal world, but you got to understand all criminal structures always have rules. We have rules. There's so many dudes that I walked up on and their eyes were this big, but they were with their mother and she didn't have no idea what I was saying. Like, get your mama, you got to pass, homie. How many dudes that I walked up on in my teenage years, in my gang, in my formative gang banging years, when you were with your girl and I see you, I'd be like, what's up, Dante? Like, you a bitch. You lucky you with her. <laughs> but I had a gun in my hand. Yeah. And she looking at you and you looking at her. I'm like, I ain't finna do nothing to y'all. Yeah, homie. Remember, I gave you a pass. And I took my burner and walk away. Now these kids... They're just going to gun you in front of God and whole country, no matter who you're with. They're going to do stuff on social media. They're going to gun you down on social media just to show somebody they did it. They're going to make these outrageous songs about all these murders that transpire. And they know all the grimy details and wonder why they're going to get arrested. They want to show all these firearms on social media. Don't realize they do sit in federal prison just from showing firearms on social media. But it can't happen to me. And I understand when I was young at one time, you don't want to hear this. So maybe making a song called 51 Ops, you should make a song called 51 Elbows, meaning life sentences for the guys that contribute to the 51 Ops. So then the dude's your age, you could say, yeah, this is, this is G-Nan. He got 20, he 22 years old. He'll never see the land. He get out in 30, 44. Damn, he'll never see the streets no more. I ain't no rapper, but I'm just saying, you should put some shit out there like that. And then had G-Nan sitting up in court looking like a little weenie because he ain't shit without that pistol. And now he wants to fuck me up. You should make 51, 51 bye-byes. And know, then the girl you know, calling mama. The streets is so, so crazy because you no. got one person, and I hate to bring this dude name up. And I hate to bring you, you got one person that's like Takashi. That told on everybody that, you know, have a lot of fanfare, have a lot of notoriety. And then you got somebody who's a stand-up dude like Crip Matt. You know what I mean? Like, and it's like, where is the where the I guess the typical street dude? Where 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 is him in this spectrum? You know what I mean? And I guess okay, so told me. No, I was gonna say I guess it's it's somewhere in between. You got it's they got they got people who are like Takashi, and then they got people who are like Crip Mac, who are you know like official state dudes, and they got everybody in between. They got everybody. See, I tell you, first of all, a lot of men don't be my age and are feel from this lifestyle. They say, well, all you OGs, you want this claim? I want to claim fame. 
I'm not in the streets no more. I love the streets. I'm not in the streets. I walk through my neighborhood. I mean, walk through my life. And I'm a firm believer when the sperm hits the egg, you're going to leave this world as we know you So nobody can screw me because that's my belief system. Yet, the streets, they're really dangerous right now. And as far as the social dudes, if social would have been around when we was 20, we would have been on it probably because that's what this generation does or what the generation does. As far as us on here, we on here, and a lot of dudes don't know how to read between the message. When I say everything that I've been through, I really wanted to sink in that, man, it ain't cool waking up with five bullets in your body. It ain't cool wasting all them years in prison. See, the difference in my generation and, and, and generation now, if you would ask me when I was a teenager what I want to be when I grow up, I'd have said a pathologist or a neurosurgeon. And nine out of ten dudes that are my age wanted to be something other than a gang member when we grew up. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's such a big difference. And then when you find the street dudes, you can't even recognize a street dude because when I was coming up, Crips didn't wear red. You find more Crips wearing red than Bloods now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shit. I mean, I'm just being 100, man. Yeah. You know, and, and I don't care about colors no more, you know. But but the thing is, is so when they say you old dudes get on here and you this, that, another, we really trying to give you a message. See, the only messed up thing about getting old is not getting old. I got free will now. I can get them walk out this door. I call Lil Ma up and say, hey, I feel frisky. So us old dudes are living, but we're trying to let you live through our eyesight of your life is a rerun to us, man. Yet it's such a rerun at a, a higher cost now because the average sentence in Los Angeles County is 200 years if you're a gang member. Your mom ain't gonna live 200 years. If you ain't got no hustle in you, let's be realistic, man. What woman gonna hang around with? He got 200 years. And he demanded. That's what us old dudes be on here for, to try to stem some of the violence. Us ones that are rejected. The ones that aren't respected, I don't know what they're on here for. But the crew I run with on social media, they're all respected from their different factions. And we all have a commonality. We're trying to, you know, we're we, we the unsung heroes. We're not trying to get the glory, glory of, I did this, I did that, I did this. You know, and Crip Mac. Stand up young dude and he represent what he represent and he gonna die for what he represent and he let it be known. He has his notoriety, but he ain't ducking no wreck. If you hit him up, he ain't denying that. If whatever, whatever, he went whatever, whatever. So he's full-fledged as far as I'm concerned. He's just full-fledged. Just has notoriety now. And I hope he laughs all the way to the bank at everyone. He got a good management team in ODM Slim. He's really up out the mud. Shot in the head, shot several times, did his share of this. Unfortunately, as we say, he, he did his dupe, meaning he went to the penitentiary, which is unfortunate for all, a lot of us young brothers. Mm-hmm. But he came out with a vision and a plan. So people like that, when I look at Crip Mac, I say that's inspiration to dudes that transcend whether they get along with his neighborhood or not on what the possibilities of what was able to do economically off of your notoriety. When I look at ODM Slim, 
I say that really should be an inspiration to any dude getting up out of these stoops or coming up out of the mud that you can do it because simply if he could do it, you could do it. So when it's old dudes on it, that's what we on there for, man, to show you that, yeah, we, we, we are who we are. Look what we're doing. Like the things I participated in for my community when we raised all the backpacks and the stuff like that, filled up the U-Haul trucks. When I went and read to the children, that's why I'm because they need me to pride my unsung heroes about. Because that's what I'm private my community. And it's not something I need to be on. Oh, yeah, do this. I'm not one of them dudes, man. But I would speak to something that you want to talk about. There you go. Yeah. Man, I, I appreciate yeah. your wisdom. Man, I, I appreciate your game. Appreciate you know what I mean? I appreciate your game. Like, whatever you need I'm from, I'm from us, I'm from Tap In, man. You know, like, whatever you need, I'm from going to call it. Tap In, man. Man, I want you to leave your uh, leave your social, leave all your information with people they want to get in touch with you. Now they can tap social, with you. leave all your information with people. All right, man. Well, you know, I go down. I I go down my gratefulness first. I'm grateful to the United Streets of America, right? I'm grateful to Compton Ready, which is on Clubhouse, which is offshoot from the United Streets of America. We have our own website and our own channel on YouTube. I'm grateful for Melly Mel, the Hood Postman. My main man right there, man. Check him out, y'all. And then now I'm, I'm doing my channel, which I'm building that as we currently speak. There's content on there. It's called Urban-Realness, a.k.a. Urban Real. You know, and uh, we're going to do a show called We Salute the Grind, where I'm going to highlight all the people out of our communities that are, you know, melanated people in entrepreneurship. I hope to have you on there so you could you explain how you came up on Tap In Podcast and what I have not. You got an hour to spit on what you've done, what you're doing, where you're going. And I'll pick people from different states, not only just my backyard, but everywhere that are melanated people that are doing some entrepreneurship in their community. And I'm going to give them an hour to just sell themselves. No hidden agendas, no promotional, nothing but them. You know, so that's shortly to come in the next couple of weeks. I'm going to do a segment called My Pedigree because I'm tired of all these fake ass rappers misleading people. And so I'm going to go all the way back to elementary school, all the way up to when they got signed to a label. Let's really see if you that guy that was in the trap houses and all that. I'm going to end up doing book reviews on authors such as ourselves and I'll do a few things with unpublished hype, you know, the uh, not stealing from XL, XL, whatever one it was in, but just un- unpublished, meaning dudes that got that music out there that don't have that platform to speak on. So urban realness, that's what I mean by urban realness. That's what my show is going to consist of. It's not going to consist of uh, petty bickering. It's not going to consist of talking about it's not going to be a talk show about the next man. It's going to be a talk show about the empowerment of us as a people but us urbanites, as I call us. So that's it for me. You know, like I said, Urban Real, a.k.a. Urban Realness, you know. Um, check me out, and uh, thank you for the shout-out. You, my man, this from the heart, man. Anything I could ever do for you when you come out to California, man. When you come out to California, when you come out to California, this is where you'll be staying. You ain't got to stay in a hotel. You don't have to stay in a hotel. You don't have to stay in a hotel. You don't have to stay in a hotel. This is you. When you come out here, you know, you, you you got a car available. You don't have to get an Uber. You don't have to get a rental. You don't have to get none of that shit. You get a car that's fully insured. You. Okay. As I a New Yorker say. I appreciate it, man. 100. Yeah. Yo, y'all, you know, thank y'all for tapping in. OG Body, thank you for tapping in with us, man. Yo, this has been the Tap In Podcast, man. Holla. Yeah.